Welcome to the PSD cast of Power Systems Design. I'm your host, Jason Lumberg, and in this episode, we're discussing GAN FETs for satellites. Now, wideband gap semiconductors have been able to host of applications or boost their efficiency. And for gallium nitride field effect transistors, one of the more interesting applications is literally out of this world. For GAN FETs, the lower switching and conduction losses enable much higher efficiencies. And unlike silicon FETs, the gate, the gate source voltage for GAN can never exceed 6 volts. And all of this, plus other factors, help, helps increase the adoption rate of GAN for spaceflight applications. Now, Renesas just wrote an article on this subject, and we're keen to discuss it, plus some other associated trends in the space. And we're proud to welcome Josh Broline from Renesas to the show. And Josh, Josh, thanks for joining us. And as we often do, let, let me start by asking you about the status quo. You know, I suppose we're mainly talking about silicon sets, right? And, and for satellite applications, what, what are the, some of the main drawbacks of silicon sets for power management? Hi, Jason. Uh, thank you for having me today. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a, a good question, uh, a good initial question. I would say uh, radiation-hardened silicon FETs are definitely the tried-and-true power components uh, used in a space application today. Uh, they have been for roughly about the last six decades or 60 years. Uh, we believe that silicon FETs will continue to be a large portion of the FETs used in, in satellite systems for the foreseeable future uh, due to a few reasons. Uh, for example, uh, currently GAN uh, FET technology is not suitable for front-end switch applications that are typically uh, a PMOS-type uh, switch is used um, because um, you do not have to use uh, a lot of added circuitry if you uh, use a PMOS MOSFET transistor. So PMOSs uh, are ideal for this application uh, due to the simple turn on and off by pulling the gate to ground or to the input voltage. Though, I would say over the last uh, year or so, we have seen the trend in, in satellite power systems engineers uh, using uh, GAN power FETs uh, to achieve higher efficiency and a smaller solution size and power conversion for space applications. Mm -hmm. and, and, and since you mentioned that, you know, GAN FETs uh, working for satellite power supplies, other than the efficiency, you know, what, what is it specifically that makes GAN FETs such a great fit for the satellite power supplies? Uh, there's some inherent uh, reliability and robustness uh, to uh, the GAN FETs, so we'll get into a little bit later um, uh, as far as radiation and single event. Uh, yeah, so uh, beyond the general, you know, better uh, gate charge performance, et cetera, I would say those are the, the main reasons. Mm -hmm. And since you mentioned single event effects, you know, what are they exactly? Uh, for those who don't know, and, and how, to, how do GAN FETs help with uh, C single event effects performance? Sure. Uh, this is a pretty complex and uh, wide breadth type of uh, topic, so I'll try to hit the high points here. Uh, they, uh, single event effects are the result of uh, interaction between uh, electronic circuitry and highly energetic particles uh, found in space. Uh, for example, a solar flare from the sun shoots out these particles, or heavy ions, and depending on the robustness of the electronics in a satellite, the collision of the heavy ion with the electronics can cause some, sometimes minor uh, damages uh, or minor, minor effects, uh, like a monet, uh, momentary uh, glitch or something destructive like a latch state. 
mm-hmm. compared to silicon FETs, though, uh, these devices do not have a gate oxide, which is the leading contributor to destructive single vent effects in silicon uh, MOSFETs. That's one of the main uh, advantages of using GAN when it comes to this. Um, however, uh, they are not totally immune uh, to single event effects. Uh, we have seen an increase, or I should say incremental increase, uh, in leakage currents on the GAN FETs, uh, but in space, due to the infrequency of very, I should say, stress, very high, highly energetic particles, uh, this will likely not be an issue. Uh, in short, uh, since GAN uh, FETs are different in terms of device structures compared to silicon FETs, there are different mechanisms that cause single event effects, but uh, they are not completely immune. Right, right. Now, now, the article also mentions that GAN FETs don't have a parasitic PN diode, meaning there is no reverse recovery, and that like silicon FETs, GAN FETs conduct in the reverse direction through the main channel. So how can designers deal with the ensued higher voltage drop for GAN FETs than for a diode? Yeah, good question. Uh, similar to the, the way uh, silicon FET power supplies have an external uh, shocky diode t- uh, to limit the undershoot of the body diode, a shocky diode can be used in parallel with the GAN FETs as well to clamp the, the undershoot. But alternatively, in converters using a high side and low side GAN FETs, such as a synchronous buck uh, converter, dead time control could be used to limit the time that the voltage drop is present. Uh, as an ex- uh, example, uh, due to the high switching speeds of GAN, dead time between upper and lower FETs can be in single-digit nanosecond range. The designer needs to ensure that the dead time is no longer um, uh, needed to, to eliminate unnecessary power loss. Right. Well, you know, before I let you go, let's, let's discuss proprietary technology for, for a tiny bit. You know, how does the Renaissance GAN FET driver mentioned in the article um, deal with the challenges of designing for satellite systems? In general, um, when we set out to uh, serve this part of the market with GAN FETs uh, and drivers, we knew that we just couldn't come out with the FET itself, so that the whole ecosystem really had to be uh, thought about. So our our initial approach, along with the FETs, was to come out with this uh, low-side driver uh, in general, the biggest headache using GAN FETs is the gate source voltage range uh, you alluded to earlier. Compared to silicon FETs, which have a range of plus or minus 20 volts, GAN FETs typically have a plus 6 to minus 4-volt range, a much tighter range. Uh, Renaissance specifically has introduced this, um, uh, which was the industry's first radiation-hardened low-side GAN FET driver at the time back in 2018. Uh, this driver provides a regulated 4.5-volt gate drive to ensure safe operation of the GAN FETs. But in additionally, it's not, it's not just you know, ensuring that the right voltage is applied. Uh, you have to do that uh, in a space environment. Um, so additionally, the, the driver is robust under single event effects, uh, no single event transients, which are perturbations on the output, uh, which could cause uh, an, an increase in the, in the voltage or decrease. But when we looked at our device and how we designed it, uh, we observed um, uh, with a static input uh, uh, no observable single event transients. Uh, but in a dynamic input of, say, 500 kilohertz, where SCT, SCTs were defined as a plus or minus 20 nanosecond perturbation in the pulse width on the output, 
uh, it was found that we had a very small cross-section of less than or equal to 1.7 times 10 to the minus 6 centimeters squared. This is a very, just shows a very robust solution for a space application. Oh, good. Well, thanks for all the great information, Josh. Um, on behalf of PSD, I, I want to thank you for your time. And to our audience, thanks for tuning in.